You're not any- gonna touch me with your feet again, are you? Oh no, I'm not gonna <laughs> No. If you're gonna get touched by my feet, it would be a truly euphoric experience. That's all I'm gonna say. That was uh, a box. Listen, fish. you just touched me with your feet and that was the like most psychotic five seconds <laughs> of my life. Okay, I'm a little offended, but also Listen, I don't even it. let Ethan touch me with his feet. Okay, fine, I'll touch you with my hands instead. Don't do that either. <laughs> Just don't touch me at all. How about I take you by my tongue? And bite. <laughs> Girl, she's taking off her headphones. She's taking off her headphones. <laughs> Mo, you have your headphones off. You can still hear me, bitch. I know, but at least it's not right in my ear. Are you sure? Yeah, I have the salt. Okay, fine. We're done. We're done. Okay. everyone and welcome back to another episode of Bingers Anime Edition. As always, I'm your host Mo. And I'm Maddie and this is just a little podcast that talks about different animes with our fellow weebs out there. So Mo, we're recording. Yes, on a Friday. On a Friday. Our days are pretty inconsistent at this point. I know. We're kind of doing our own thing. It's okay. That's great. So what did we do last night, Mo? We played D&D. Oh, it was a good Ooh. time. It was a good time. How did you feel about it? For what you were there. Trauma. Uh, yeah, not the D&D part, but yeah. yeah. Mo had uh, stuff going on while we were playing, and she was a little preoccupied. Yeah. Is the best way to put it. Life happens. Life does happen. Honestly, if I could have had it not happen, I wouldn't. Yes, that would have been preferable, yeah. and I felt really bad. It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> but all the parts that you were there, what was your favorite part? I think it was i really liked when i suggested that we go to the dwarves for your the iron skillets for the cast iron skillets that was really funny <laughs> and i was just like yes let's do it i support your endeavors and your dreams as the licensed therapist of the group psychiatrist Bula? oh my god what what was the catchphrase that we came up for beulah Pulis nose is only good for two things. Yes, cokies and <laughs> getting people's business. <laughs> and getting people's business, baby. <laughs> I'm literally playing this lady as an old nosy neighbor grandma that is snorting coke. Yeah, I think that you just, I think you need to make a shirt that says Beulah is good for two things. Making cokies and getting in people's business. Yes, sir. Yeah, and she's just pretty much giving everybody a therapy session 24-7, so that's Yeah, you even gave the dying guy a therapy session. I didn't give the dying guy. I just gave the guy that lost his entire family, and I was like, live for your son, and then let's <laughs> burn everybody's bodies after we kill them so you can get a therapeutic rush from it, well, and apparently that's working. Well, didn't she give some to the bandits, too? No, Is I killed it? them. We massacred them, remember? I know, but weren't you also kind of <laughs> giving, like, a makeshift therapy I session? mean... It wasn't really therapy. It was more of like, oh, you want to escape? Let me just bite off your feet and make you feel like I entangled them. I was like, oh, how does it feel to be trapped now like you did to this owlbear cub? This owlbear. I was like, fucking bitches. I was like, I'm a druid. I watched a really sad TikTok today over bears. Oh, what was it? So apparently, like, this is like very saddening to anybody. If you guys don't want listen to something sad okay okay (laughs) just skip a couple minutes ahead so there's this like thing in i forget exactly where but they do um so they capture bears Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then they 
take their bile for the medicinal like market. Okay. Yeah, so there's a bunch of these bears in captivity, like dying because they're basically like oh. taking their bile. Oh, I thought bile was just your like shit. It's your no. insides, isn't it? <laughs> it's like part of your insides. Well, that sucks. Yeah, so like your like liver. Ah, it's like fun. Okay. Excretes, it, yeah, excretes bile. It so it gets takes the bile organs. out of okay, you. Okay, gotcha. But, like, they're, like, holding these bears captive and, like, cutting them open and taking their bile. And That's then, depressing. like, basically leaving them to die. Where's this happening at it? I, I think somewhere over in, like, Asia. Yeah, I think that makes sense. It was just really sad, but it was like in a like cartoon form. I think oh. that made it even oh. worse. You know, it was like this baby bear talking to the mama bear, and the mama bear know. had like the little thing hanging out from when yeah. they took the bile. And, oh my god! And the baby bear was like, "What's that thing?" You know, mom. It's not your penis, that's for sure. And it's your the bile. mom bear was like, "Oh, it's nothing." And the baby bear was like, "Are they going to do that to me?" And she was like. Yes. She's like, um, if you if I if we are separated again and we never see each other again, I want you to sing this song. And the mama bear says, Oh my this god, song. this is so <laughs> emotional. What the hell? And then all of a sudden it flips to like the Grim Reaper, like going around this place, like being like, This is sad and then sees the little bear singing the song with its mother's ghost leaned up against the like crate. Well, um, yeah, I told you it was sad. It was okay. It I know it'd probably be sad if I watched it, but part of it seems kind of comedic to me at this point. But I know if I actually watched it, I'd probably be like crying. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was so sad. But I'm gonna live in my little blissful ignorance of like, oh, it well, probably then, be comedic because I watched that video. Now my TikTok is full of those fucking videos. All the same art, just different animals in like different scenarios. And I'm can like, you send this to me? Because I kind of want to see these videos. I'm just intrigued by this. At if this I point. come across one again, I'll send it to you. Please do, please do. But I was like, why is this on my for you page? Like, right, <laughs> this right. Is so depressing. Like what the hell? Oh, 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 Mo. Guess what I did? What? I hung out with someone earlier this week. Finally, for the first time in, like, weeks, I hung out with someone, like, in person. Do I know this person? Uh, we went to high school. I don't think you knew him. We weren't in the same... No, we were not in the same grade as a year younger than us. We were in... I was in French club with him. Okay, yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. you probably don't. But um, he came over to hang out, and I was like, oh, you want to watch a movie or something? He's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, okay, what do you want to watch? He's like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, hmm. This you want to watch my... a silent voice? This is my chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he was like, I mean, I guess he's like, I, I've, I don't really like anime and stuff because he's like, well, he was like, like I, you've never watched it. Well, he was like, I watched Dragon Ball and I wasn't a fan of it, and I was like, oh yeah, I wouldn't be a fan of it either. Sorry, all you <laughs> Dragon Ball fans, it's not a great gateway anime. Ethan would hate you. I, <laughs> oh yeah, you can suck Dragon my Ball. dick. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Ethan freaking loves Dragon Ball. Yeah, so does um, our HR manager, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> but. I was like, yeah, let's watch it. And he's like, okay. And so we started watching it. And he knows nothing about the show, right? 
It's a, we've already reviewed a Silent Voice, but if you guys don't want spoilers, you can skip over. We got to that one scene, you know, the balcony yes. scene. Yes. And he was literally like, he's like, bitch, why did you fall over there? Why are you falling? And he's like, he's like, run, bitch, run. He's like, he can't hear you. And he was just like, getting he can't hear you. She's like, she can't hear you. And he's like, oh, she caught him. He's like, oh, thank God. And then, and then boom. boom. And then he's like, and then of course they don't talk about it for a hot minute if he's like alive or not. And right. He's like. Wait, is Did is he, he dead? <laughs> Why is he not here? And eventually, like, oh yeah, he's he might never wake up from his coma or whatever they say. And he's like, no, he better fucking wake up by the end of this movie because I need him and Shoko to get together. And then, like, you know, <laughs> this is the point. Of, Do you want me to give you other recommendations? Other and it was somebody who's like Shoko. He's like Shoko is probably my favorite character of all time. He's like she's precious. I just want to love and protect her. And he's like. I'm literally in love with Shoko. And I was like, oh, no. We have your oh, first no. wife, you. Let's do this, baby. And Let so me I... give you... Have you ever heard of Fruits Basket? Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I thought about it, but he, you know, he only watched the movie. I don't want to give him a long series, but Fruit Basket is one of my recommendations. So have I suggested... you seen Oran High School Host Club? <laughs> so I suggested... You want to hear what I suggested? I suggested Anuhana. Uh... Okay. Violet Evergarden. Violet Evergarden. <laughs> Comey can't communicate because Comey, I have the same feelings for Comey that he had for Shoko. And I was like, okay, maybe. Mm-hmm. I did not say Fruit Basket, but I will recommend that. And then I recommended Assassination Classroom because he likes the comedy. Ass class. And it's a good, nice, ba- it's like a nice 50 episodes. It's a nice even balance. <laughs> it's a nice 50 episodes. <laughs> it's a nice 50 episodes. Yeah, like me making the circular motion with my hand. And then, um, and it has like a nice balance between all the different tropes, mm-hmm. except for all um, fan service, which I'm trying to avoid fan service animes right now. Trying to ease him. <laughs> then I suggested Kakaguri. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I suggested Kakaguri. I literally titled it as like, if you want to watch super, super horny lesbian gambling, that's your show. I recommend Kill a Kill. Uh, I did not recommend Kill a Kill, but I did recommend Promise Neverland because I said if you want to watch a wholesome film about um, <laughs> about not. children learning how to uh, grow food, this is a show for you. <laughs> You did not. I did. <laughs> you evil. <laughs> I'm like, it's only 12 episodes, and it's such good animation, and the music's great. It's really, like, you can't put it down when you start it. And he was like, okay. And so, like, I was on I was on a uh, gaming with a- um, our HR director, and I was like, I recommend you Promise Neverland. He's like, that is not a heartfelt show. I'm like, shh. It might be for him. Nobody has to know. Nobody has to know. <laughs> and then I recommended Future Diary, of course. Yes. But I said I that could be Robert the Lost when you watch. And Attack on Titan. So those are some of them. But then our HR director was recommending all these shows I did not recommend. And I was like, oh, my God. Which was right. recommend? Oh, he said My Hero, which is a good one right now. Mm-hmm. And then he said a couple others. And I was like, oh, that wasn't on my list. And I'm like, those are really good. So he recommended Dragon Ball. And it was Dragon like, Ball. And, the, and my friend was like, mm, mm. no. And I think at that mm. moment, he's like, I don't respect your opinion anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah. That's, that's funny. Great. Also, I've been selling stuff on Facebook Marketplace. There you go. And I'm making, I made $10 so far. I have 15 postings. You're $10 richer? I did. And then I immediately spent it. <laughs> and then I immediately spent it. But it's okay. But I have someone come and look at Bertha today. So hopefully I'm one Bertha less at the end of today. Yes. Uh, but I don't think they'll buy it. They seem a little weird about it. I have a feeling I'm going to have to take it to a dealership to try to get some money from it. I'm trying to know. I'm also just like, you know, okay, here's my dilemma. 
right. Bertha's not the best car. Yes. We can admit that. And I'm trying to sell her for 3000 which may or may not be fair. Um, I mean, most Nobody of it's... Re- she's know. What? <laughs> they don't have to know. They don't have to. That is what it is like estimated on blue book though it's between okay. 1500 and 3500 so i've had 3000 i'm willing to go to 2500 but if you're listening to this i'm not going to give that to you whoever you are out there listening to our podcast obviously from Bartlesville, oklahoma um, don't give away your location we already have triangulated our entire location my old house in stillwater we know exactly where that is because we triangulated <laughs> the shit out of that <laughs> but hopefully they take it so after this I'm going to take a nap. After I wake up from my nap, I'm going to go to my old car and drive her around a little bit because apparently when the tires is like a little low, so I'm going to use an air pump to air it up and stuff and then make it look nice. Yeah. <laughs> like purdy it up a little bit. Because there's a Pike Pass on it and an old uh, OSU sticker. parking sticker from our freshman year. It's been from on there the for, freshman It's year. been on there for five years. I can't get it off. I've tried. I still have And it's in the middle of the windshield. last year. You should take that off. Touche. Damn straight. <laughs> Et toi. Et I toi. took French class. <laughs> but um I did not. It's okay. It's okay. You I, I sh- Spanish. I should have taken Spanish. I was such a s- <laughs> idiot. I should have taken four years of fucking Spanish, that's for damn sure. You took four years of French. No, I took two years of French. Okay, we didn't I was do four like, years holy of French. Crap. Uh, ferme la bouche. Mon petit chow chow. Which means Shut my mouth and my little cabbage. Do you say it in a French accent? Like with a French accent? Oh, I cannot. Chocolat <laughs> bleu. <laughs> you just said it in the most American accent. I know. I know. Ever. I don't. I don't know how to do a French accent. French accent. It's actually my next accent I want to learn for D and D. But as we found out last night, I can't even do Irish well. So. <laughs> Well, maybe I'll just be a one-trick pony, and I'll just have my Lindell accent, and that's it. And then my southern drawl, which is pretty much a, drow. a gay Louisiana man at this point. So <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of about to just give up on life, okay? That, that's all i got to say. But, Mo, how's your week been other than last night? Listen, I have a goal this year to read 50 books. Oh, wow. Have you read already? Uh, I think you should have already read two by this point, right? I have read two. I'm proud of you. Yes. Um, and I'm trying to finish the third one because mm-hmm. I think if I'm correct on my Goodreads app, I have a tracker. Oh. I'm like logging all my books. Wait, stuff. so where, where do you, when do you read these books? All the time. Do you read it at work? Yes. How much at work do you read them? Like I listen to audiobooks. On a percentage of the amount of time you spend listening to books, such reading books at work, compared to actually working, what would you say the percentage ratio is? Listen, I'm actually working and listening to these audiobooks. Wow, so you're doing like time. 200%. I am a multitasker. <laughs> I'm proud like, of I'm you. literally sitting here doing cross matches on blood and listening to Selena Sardothian. Spicy, <laughs> spicy content. And listening to this girl get married to the Elf King. No. <laughs> You know what I wish they had? Audiobooks for fan fiction. I wish Archive of Our Own had audiobooks, but Why they don't. don't. we make that? Like, can you imagine how big of a market that would be? Mo, did we just discover our next building endeavor? Can you imagine that you and I take, like, uh, the most popular fan fictions and we write audiobooks for He's it? Wi- his... <laughs> his wet. 
This wet, long, slender member thrust into me, bringing up, and we would say it like obnoxiously sensual for like things. Well, that's like, what you—that's what they do. Yeah, and then or like if we're just reading. Have you a, ever listened to a a spicy audio spicy audio book? No, <laughs> it's awkward. I've listened. So the last Mo, book. Mo, you and I are awkward. We could do this. So the last book that I read had some spicy scenes in it. And let me tell you, I was like, literally in the blood bank, listened to the spicy scene go on. And I was like, I'm literally listening to porn right now. That's how I felt when I was at church retreat. Um, I was <laughs> reading A Court of Thorn and Roses and got to the, the... You got to the spicy scene? Well, I think one of the spicy scenes, it's the, the, the ritual thing, the magic... Calamai? Yeah, and then the bite happened. Ooh, and it, was... it's even more spicy. I know, it is, I'm waiting. <laughs> but I was like, oh, 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 and everyone over... Well, okay, given the con- the conversations that were taking place in that cabin were definitely not church retreat rated, we'll just put it that way. <laughs> Because I think some point I, at some point I heard something about a hairy vagina and I was just like, I'm not even going to like tune in. I got my earplugs back in and I just kept. <laughs> I'm going to focus on these fae. <laughs> and I was like, give me the fae. I want some intense lovemaking. Give me some Tamlin. Tamlin. Which, um, is, you know, he has the personality of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A pancake. And, um. I'm like, this means well, but also Feyre has the personality of like pretty much an angsty teen, and I'm like, girl, grow the fuck up. I'm like, you are a full ass adult, adult supporting your family. You should be able to handle your emotions better than this. She's like, I'm a strong, independent woman, and I don't need but no listen, man. Think about this. So when she was what, like thirteen or fourteen. She was forced to start providing for her family. Well, yeah, I'm not so saying she had to give up her wrong. childhood. So now she's when act her like a big child. sister sat back and was like, "Oh, Fuck it. oh, no, no, sorry. I think I think you misunderstand me. Her family's a shit show, and I hate all of them. They're like literally the worst, <laughs> especially her older sister. But I'm also sitting here like, girl, you can't be just attacking the the phase that are like protect protecting you, quote quote." who can literally kill you in a minute and they literally have no obligation to keep you alive and they could literally just dump you in the middle of the woods and be like, oh no, girl, you better show a little bit more respect for what you're doing. But also at the same time, I'm pretty sure it's turning them on, but she's been so like, eh." she's like so spicy. I think it's just because like she's not as like glamored by all of like what they have. She's like, you guys ain't shit. Yeah, I don't like her. Maybe she'll grow on me. I think she will. I also don't like Tamlin because I'm... I'm going to be honest. I did not like Farrah in the first book. Yeah, I do not like her. Until we get more towards the end. Gotcha. I'm waiting. But the first book, at the beginning of it, I was like, girl, what are you doing? But Tamlin's you got like, to the point of, like, Colin Mai, right? Yeah. Okay. And you met Resand. No. Yes. He saved her, right? Yes. I didn't know his Rhysand. name, but I'm assuming I'm like... I was like, oh, this man seems like a major character. Yes. I was like, this seems like a major character introduction. I was like, anytime they introduce a character and they're like, and he had the most beautiful eyes or like great hair and his face looked good. I'm I like, can't wait oh. till you get to the second book and I can talk to you more about stuff. Oh, do they have sex? They have juicy, juicy, spicy. I'm Sorry, not what you. was the word we're going Chewing gum. They yes, were chewing gum were real chewing good. Gum. I'm not telling you whether they, they chew gum. gum. I looked it up. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did you look up the plot? No. 
Maybe, because I was a little confused from the, like, two-month hiatus I had from the book, and I was like, I was like, I think I ended when they, she was in a, a rose garden, but I'm pretty sure I reread the same chapter, like, four times on four separate occasions. Do you not have bookmarks? What are those? I just used my brain, because I'm so smart. Okay, mister, I read the same chapter four times. <laughs> you know, what am I, in fucking grade school? I don't need no bookmark. I just remember page numbers. I'm an adult. I'm a grown ass man. I don't need no bookmark. I'll read the same four chat. I'll read the same chapter four times if man, I want to. <laughs> tell me that, like, tell me you are a what's the word I'm looking for? A condescending asshole. No, I'm just... <laughs> a condescending asshole. <laughs> tell me you're a condescending asshole. That's how I felt right now. But the freak, I just can't wait for you to get to the second book because that's when it gets really good. I'm ready. I- I'm actually. I think I'm on page like two fifteen right now. Like, where are you at, exactly? Um, Feyre just revealed to everyone, it's like, mm, he bit me real good last night. Oh, he bit me real good. Uh, and then they're like, ooh. And Lu- uh, Lucian was like, ooh. And oh. he's like, oh, T. And then Tamla was like, I don't even remember how he reacted, but it pretty much was like, yes, it happened. Moving on. And I was <laughs> like, well, at least you didn't deny it. You know, there's a lot of people in society nowadays that should at least admit that they just non-consensually bit a woman you know yes or... it's starting to get really good though also getting rapey vibes from tamlin but it's fine apparently the magic overwhelmed him and apparently that excuses rapey vibes oh the eye roll i can't spoil things but i want to say things it's okay don't spoil it i hope he dies anyway moving on uh mo i also have a major life update what i'm still single anyway other life update <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that. <laughs> like, for anybody listening out there that wants a piece of this fine ass, um, this fine ass is moving over to Dallas. And if anybody needs me. <laughs> if you're in the Dallas area. If you're in the um, Dallas area, hit me up. And yeah, look at Todd for an Habercorn, architect. I know you're listening. <laughs> Let me know. We can hang out and compare voices. <laughs> if you're looking for a young, hot, sexy, nerdy Stay. architect. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we be. If it's really into D and D, you know, it's really into D and D and magic. Well, I was thinking about it, I, right? I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, man, if someone starts dating me, they're gonna be like on their toes for like the first year because they're gonna be like, you're you're into this, you're into this, you're like, you got this hobby, and that's not even sex. This is just like that's not even <laughs> sex. Sorry, that's not even the sex it's, category. No, no, no. It's not even chewing gum part. It's just the you know talking about like i'm like oh i like this type of movie i like this type of movie i like anime i like D. I like playing magic i like hiking i like playing pickleball i like volleyball i'm like i can do it all i'm a, i like cooking and as soon as i get to the second akatar book i'm gonna like akatar i like akatar it's just i'm reading it slowly <laughs> <laughs> i need you to read it faster <laughs> should i listen to it as an audiobook do you think that's what i did I like might. if i was like doing other things like i also had it as like an audiobook you can find it on YouTube for like. Free. I probably will because um I'm running out. I'm probably gonna catch up on my podcast pretty quick. So I'm like, when I start yeah. working, I'll probably start listening to Cause like, guitar. But I just I love the the feeling of opening a book. I know. Well, like when I was like driving back and forth from Tulsa every day you like had last to. year, I was like listening to the audiobook and like going back and forth and then reading it. Don't you dare! <laughs> Don't you dare, you sick motherfucker! <laughs> what, what, are you uncomfortable, Mo? What's wrong? We're in person. We get to enjoy these for the next two times. 
Well, why are you running away from me? I'm Tamalin, and you are Feyre right now. No. No. Any of you that have read Akatar, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely did I just, not. I'm, did I just say I was something that I really shouldn't have said I was? Gotta read the second book. Okay. Can't wait. Can't wait. But anyway, Mo. You sick freak. Okay, okay. We don't need to unpack it. We don't need to unpack it. Okay, I'm a sick freak. We know it. Okay, anyway. But Mo, my life update. <laughs> yes. The not, well, also being single. Life update, woo! Um, my roommate moved into our apartment. Oh. And it looks so much better than uh, all the places I lived at in Stillwater. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, it is actually really nice. It's a nice. Given, I'm, I'm going to have to go up two flights of stairs with all my furniture to get it. And uh, I have to get to the second floor with my washer and dryer. So that's going to be a bitch. Why is it on the second floor? Because the garage is on the first floor. Because I'm pretty sure we're in a flood zone. Which is probably why our rent was affordable. But that's okay. Sounds about right. That's okay. I don't mind. Um, Maybe we'll get, me and Ethan will get to see it. Yeah, you guys will. Because uh, my room is so fucking massive that we'll hang out in there or lose something. Yeah, watch anime. Play magic. Well, my roommate's like doing, watching the anime. Watching of the anime. They like to play like the anime drinking game. Yeah, no, that. They, <laughs> I think my roommate would. One of my roommates would like. This is so fucking lame, and you guys are so weird. And I'd be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> I'd be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah, but we could watch. Um, you know what? We could watch this drinking game. Anime opening quizzes. Well, we could, but Inuyasha, Inuyasha. would kill us because we Happy would Sugar Life. Oh no! <laughs> Anytime something. Sketchy happens. And new Yasha, anytime someone's char- a character's name is mentioned, you take a drink. That's it. Like in a like calling context, any or context. like talking to any the any type of context. And if they're yelling it in like almost orgasmic ways, then it's a um shot. Dude, we get fucked up in the first. And episode. we have to watch the entire show in one night. We might make reservations at the hospital. <laughs> Can you do that now? Can you reserve a no, hospital room? No, but we just might say, hey. We're pretty close to hospitals, so it's fine. We're also close to an airport if we need to suddenly flee the country. <laughs> Listen, I'm a blood banker. and you got to get us in because we're having alcohol poisoning. <laughs> That's the way to do it, baby. But anyway, segueing into what we're reviewing to this week, what are we not reviewing this week? <laughs> we are not reviewing FMAB. Because we said, I literally texted about. I was like, you know, we could review it. But I want to review something else. And I kind of like the fact that we're kind of like holding the golden carrot in front of everyone. And we're like, oh, you want it? Oh, you want it? No. 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 This is our podcast. You don't get that review. You don't get this review. But what are we reviewing instead, Mo? Inuyasha. Inuyasha. Yeah. Because we, Inuyasha. I just finished it. We got really into it last week. And I was like, how about we just do it now? Instead of Full Metal Coffin's Brotherhood. Because we are douchebags. And I'm okay admitting that. It's okay. It's a little little cock tease. Yeah, but Mo, before we get into the review, how do you generally feel about Inuyasha? Like, how, how did you get introduced to this show? Um, I would say YouTube in the sixth grade. Okay. Before or after Mermaid Melody? After. Mm, okay. It's like I was diving into anime. Like Mermaid Melody did? Like Listen, me? that was the first one I saw on YouTube, and I watched all of that shit. You know, it's so Because it was my first magical girl, but it had mermaids in it. And I was like, 
one of these days, I'm going to make you watch that. It's on, it's on the <laughs> list, so we're going to be rating it. And it's going to be like Sweet Bonjour Pastry all over again, I can guarantee. Shows that deserve a second season that we did it. Actually, episode. it's got a pretty good plot. Uh, yeah, but it's old, isn't it? It is older. Yeah. Remember when we watched uh, Real and it's Life? Got, let me tell you, it's got some killer songs in it, too. Because guess what? These mermaids sing to defeat the villains. Okay, and maybe I might like this. <laughs> These mermaids transform into humans and turn so into a it's, it's girl pretty group. Much, it's pretty much, okay, let me make a comparison real quick. Sarazamai, but with mermaid magic girls instead of yes, turtle but, buttholes. And it's, and it's it's like PG. I would say Sarazamai is PG. Sarazamai is not PG. What? It's just butt stuff. <laughs> I don't think Sarazamai is PG. It is definitely not PG. Um, but, yes, where you're kind of going with the whole... Yes, these mermaids are trying to defeat these villains. So are they having, like, dance sequences while strutting down the runway and singing? Okay, well, what, maybe we'll <laughs> review this next week instead of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. <laughs> yes, Mo, get it. But maybe we'll review this next week instead of FMAB. Yes. Again, Listen, honestly, it has a pretty good plot. Not gonna honestly, lie. Honestly, I kind of want to review this one before <laughs> I move because I want to do this one in person. Mermaid Melody? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can be able to watch it? I have nothing better to do. I've been playing a shit ton of Minecraft lately. See, my biggest fear is that you're going to watch it. You're going to be like, why the fuck am I watching this? Oh, I probably will. <laughs> and that's why we're going to review it in person so I can see your face and your disappointment when I tell you. It's shit. This is the anime that got me into anime. Yeah. I didn't mine, know what anime was. And mine was Beyblade. And I'm going to be honest. When I was watching Mermaid Melody, I thought I was watching some shit that I wasn't supposed to be watching. <laughs> oh, Mo was being a rebel in the fourth I grade. I was. Because, like, let me tell you, some shit that they had on YouTube in, like, 2013 for, like, anime... It was some scandalous shit. <laughs> That's like, true. Let me tell you, I thought that I was watching stuff that I shouldn't have been watching. Like hentai? Yes, but I didn't know the word for it. But it wasn't hentai. It was more like fan service stuff. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, imagine having internet but in the fourth grade. I discovered Inuyasha from an AMV. Ooh, AM I love AMVs. On YouTube. And I was okay. Like, Mo, maybe one of these days we'll just review AMVs instead of anime because I really like AMV videos. <laughs> I have there's a couple really cool ones I found, but I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, that's spicy. Well, and I was like, ooh, I like this. This is kind of, you know, interesting. And that's when I like found Inuyasha. And I After was like, I love the relationship, love the dynamic, the love triangle, the. Well, after finishing this, I was like, the, I know why I liked it. The st- history side of it combined with just the love triangle bullshit. I mean, now I'm like, I fucking hate love triangles. At the time, though. You know, At like, the time, I was like, this is my shit. Because like, I want to be a woman that's being pined after by multiple guys. Listen, that's the whole thing. I was like, I want to be a girl that's in a love triangle. And I'm over here like... I literally could give two shits about Kagome, and I'm like, I want to see Inuyasha like, and Kikyo get together. I especially loved the episodes with, like, Koga. 
too. Mm-hmm. Because then Inuyasha was like all jealous and stuff like that. And I was like, mm-hmm. Make him jealous, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Mo. Mo playing mind games. Listen, I was toxic in middle school. You know who else you was toxic? <laughs> Listen, these men, I, should I say boys in Bartlesville were glad they did not date me in middle school. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, oh my I God. would have been hella fucking toxic. <laughs> I would have been a great boyfriend. I'm just saying. I'm very thoughtful and I'm very caring. And I get very um, taken advantage of for that a lot of times. You could have had me at one point. In the first grade, baby. <laughs> <laughs> when I let you down easy and I'm like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. I was really nice about Some it, though. Some of the awkward moments of my life. Yeah, I'm like, let's just take a walk around the soundbox and let me tell you why. I was very mature. And I was like, no. Because my parents would not allow it, which is true. Because they're crazy. I mean, loving, so loving. But we didn't have to let them know. It could have been a secret first grade relationship. Yes, you're right. (laughs) Mo, you want to hear something crazy? What? I was talking to my mom the other day. She's like, yeah, there's been a couple times where I thought about listening to your podcast. And I was (gasps) like, don't you dare. (laughs) I was like, absolutely not. The thing is, I've never said the name of my podcast, so I don't think she'd be able to find it. But you better have like a couple episodes like picked out. Oh, I, there's not a single episode I think I can recommend because they don't like cursing and they don't oh like anything inappropriate. And I'm like, because my brother has a podcast. Where what about he... our first episode? I mean, do you say anything in the first? Ep- I don't no, think I think our first cuss. couple episodes are fine. That's what I would. Sh- I'd be like, here's the first couple episodes. It and then wasn't I'm like, anything recent. <laughs> Nothing reason, nothing reason. But because he's because my brother has a podcast. You want to know what my brother does? What he talks about? He it's called um what is it called? Coffee and colleagues or something or something. It's pretty much they talk about like he calls other youth pastors and they talk about their like youth ministry adventures and stuff. So my mom listens that and he's like she's like oh it's so. It's so uplifting. It's so religious. And I'm like, and she's like, I'm like, I thought about listening to your podcast because I have nothing better to do at work. And I'm like, here's some true crime podcast you should listen to. You don't listen to my podcast. It's like, um, my podcast is not made for you. Yeah, and then that's what, and thank God she was like, well, then I realized I know nothing about anime. So it probably would be used. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You, you would know right. nothing. Not the first 30 minutes of every episode where I'm just like rambling about my life. Right. And the couple of slips in there. A couple about the About the rents. <laughs> yeah, so. About the family. About the family. So maybe I should not let her. Yeah, do not. And if you do, you better have some picked out. Or, I mean, or extremely also, edited. I'm about to move, <laughs> so I don't care. But right now, I'm like, don't listen to anything until I move. And then you can listen to do it all whatever you want. you want. And then I will never talk to you again. So it's okay. I hope she didn't listen to this episode. Uh, anyway. Hopefully you've already gone. It's before. already gone. But yeah, I watched Inuyasha. At the, at the, I started this semester. and Yeah, because we drew it on the wheel. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I'll watch it and then we'll review it whenever I finish it. Here we are. But dude, it was so hard to finish. Like, I went for the... I had such a hard time the first couple episodes. And then I went through, like, a phase where I binged, like, 60 episodes. Holy crap. Because I was just like, I'm like, yeah, I'm eating this shit. I was like, give me my KFC. And I'm like <laughs> eating my uh, eating my food while watching the Niyasha. I'm like, yes, give me my ice cream. 
and let me puke later. And that was great. Um, and then I just like kind of dropped it like 10 episodes between the, before the first season ended and then before final act. And I just finished final act and I was like, Oh, I'm so dumb. I did like the ending though. There are movies too. I'm not fucking watching the movies. Actually, the movies are actually pretty good. I've heard they're okay, but I, I can't. No, I, I'm in the out. But anyway, it's with it's the it's in the movies where they kiss. I don't give a shit about them kissing. I want her. I want him kissing Kikio again. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Okay. I will. <laughs> the glare. Strike two. <laughs> <laughs> what happens at strike three, baby? Strike three is like go feral. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that might happen by the end of this episode. You want to go pull an Inuyasha in demon mode? Just saying. He goes feral in demon mode. Okay. That was a good reference. Apparently, you're a fake fan of Inuyasha. Oh, shush. Oh, shush. Anyway, Mo, how about you review? How about you give us some production information? Do your fucking job. You wouldn't have even watched Inuyasha if it weren't for me. So. Yeah, and you wouldn't have watched. Um. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah. You gonna say some shit? You gonna say some shit? <laughs> Give me a moment. There is a show out there that you have not watched that I made you watch, and you really liked it. And I and we reviewed it, but I can't remember which show it was. What was it? Fake. fake. It wasn't fake. Uh, I Science said Gate. fake. Science Gate. I made you watch, and it was really good. I mean, yeah, I will admit it was good. Damn straight, and and I know there's others. Is it I'm, my favorite? No. I I know there's others. I know mostly I... it's all the anime basically on our wheel mat is ones that I've seen and you haven't seen. I okay, I know, I'm aware, but there's there was one I made you watch for the podcast that you had never seen and you liked. Um, um, uh, Hyoka. No. Okay. Okay. It is okay. 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 I made you watch that one. Um. Um. I'm gonna find one. Uh, 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 not that one, not that one, Hunter Hunt, no, uh, Psychopaths, Psychopaths. Psychopaths, yeah, Psychopaths. That was the one I was I was actually really interested in that one. Yep, yep. And Beyond the Boundary. Beyond the Boundary was okay. Okay, fine, whatever, you fucking bitch. Uh, it's the same thing about Inuyasha. Inuyasha is a staple, it is a cultural classic of our generation. Okay, I know it's a cultural classic, which is why I admit that it's mediocre at best. Uh, anyway, um, pro- I apologize for all you Inuyasha stands and anime fans out there. Oh my god, because I know every single anime fan has a special place in their heart for Inuyasha. Probably when you're from your generation of anime watchers, not me, who's the new age. <laughs> I'm a 2018 and beyond anime watcher. I am watcher. 2013. Yeah, so you're like a whole five years before me. Yeah, five years before. I had to do the math real quick. I was like, what's 18 minus 5? Or 13? Okay. That's a whole. That was a different time. That was a different time of anime. You were or you illegally watching shit on YouTube. I was getting viruses. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get viruses all the time, but yeah, I was getting viruses because they only had like a small selection on YouTube, and it was like the same, or like they had a small selection on Netflix. It was like Oron High School Host Club, Trigun, um, Trigon, whatever the name is. I'm guessing you did not watch that. No, I watched like the first episode, and I never got past it. 
Sword Art Online, and then a couple others and stuff. But it Kirito, was like, baby. But it was like that was it. Like it is not. It was not as full as it is now. Like when COVID hit, that's when anime hit its prime. No, I have terrible news about the anime community that's about to happen. What? Guess who has its eyes set on anime right now? Disney. Yep. I saw on your TikTok. Yep. Please don't. I'm just telling Disney you, Disney right now. Leave it alone. <laughs> leave it alone. You've already taken Marvel. You've already taken Pixar. You've taken everything. You've taken everything. Leave anime alone. I mean, they already have Ghibli. Do they? They've had Ghibli for a while. But then how Gi- come none of their Ghibli movies are on Disney Plus. Oh, I cannot tell you, but that's that's, that's the thing. <sighs> Leave anime alone because they're gonna fuck up anime. And the funniest thing is, I was listening to a podcast called Dungeons and Daddies, and they're like a flash forward. Uh, it's like in the future because they're kids, grandkids, whatever. Um, they're kids, kids. They're, so they're grandkids. The original kid. Besides, <laughs> okay, one of the characters is a weeb, and the weebs are now super cool in the future, which. I feel like they called on that one. Yeah. And they said that, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'm a, this kid, this guy, his name is Taylor Swift. He's a huge Disney fan, and he loves the Disney animated films that are anime ad- adaptations of the live remakes of the original adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Snow White, but anime version? Yeah. So, like, they took Snow White, and then they made a live action, and then they made an anime adaptation of the live action. And that's what Disney's... That's what fucking Disney's gonna do. They're gonna make an anime version of everything that's live action. And it's all gonna suck balls. This is when and it's not people gonna be are anime. gonna start making fun of it again. Well, then it's just cartoons, because anime is anime it's from japan yes whatever disney does will be a cartoon no matter what you say it, it won't is. be anime even if they own anime and the rights to it they will not anime i shouldn't say anime but anime style media that is made in the u.s is a cartoon is a cartoon it's not anime yeah anime is made in japan Period. That's why Avatar: The Last Airbender is not anime. It's a fantastic show, and I love it to death. But it's not it anime. Not yeah, it's not. Which anime. is why it'll never be reviewed on this podcast. And I don't know why so many people want to like say that it is anime. And it's like, yes, it does have Asian influence and everything, but it is not. So does Kill Bill. Anime. <laughs> Kill Bill is the furthest thing away from anime. Uh, yeah, but Kill Bill also has Asian influence. Yeah. And it has an anime sequence. No, but nobody's claiming that Kill Bill's from Japan. Exactly. <laughs> Why are we claiming that all these other shows are from Japan? It doesn't make sense. Anyway. Anyway, Mo, sorry, back on track. I just was really upset that Disney is, has its eye on anime. I was like, I thought that was the one thing. My That was my corner of the sky that I would be protected from. Protected from the Disney adults. Yeah. God damn it. I hate Disney. <laughs> uh, why is the mouse buying everything? Because money. And they have a monopoly. Why? What? What happened to our monopoly laws? <laughs> they have a monopoly. What happened? Like to... right? What happened to DreamWorks? What happened to all that? Like, is Warner Bros. still standing strong by itself in the corner? Have you... When was the last time you've seen a Warner Brothers movie? Batman, maybe, or a Harry Potter is Warner Bros. Um... When was the last time you've seen a DreamWorks movie? How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> 
<laughs> They've taken everything. They've taken it all from us. We have nothing. <laughs> and now we won't even have Crunchyroll for ourselves. <laughs> ah! They already got rid of Funimation. What is the sign you're coming to? <laughs> the sky is falling. We're gonna have to go. We're going, Mo. You know what's gonna happen five years from now? We're gonna have to go back to watching shit illegally on the internet, getting viruses because we are gonna be. What do you think? Kiss anime. Yeah, we're gonna. Be, <laughs> it's gonna come back because we're gonna refuse to watch from Disney. I know. That'll be the down. Kiss anime will be the only thing to rival uh, Disney. I say it. I say it now. I mean, honestly, I think if it keeps growing, how it's growing in the next couple years, like anime is gonna get. Very big. Oh, it I, already yeah. is big. Yeah. but I think that like, more I, people will be like, "Oh, it's not weird. It's yeah. just certain people are weird that watch." And certain it. shows are a lot. Um, yeah, but the thing is, that, and I those mean, shows I, are not for me. <laughs> but I think that that trend's already seeing like anime has become completely normalized at this point. Oh yeah, like I mean, it's normalized. I, I see so many more people comfortable being like, "Oh yeah, I watch anime." Mm-hmm. You know, though I wish. It's a lot of the mainstream ones, you know, and I wish they would dive a little bit more into, like, the non-mainstream ones, you Yeah, know? but if they start because diving it, into it, they're going to well, get some weird-ass shit. I know. Like Sarazamai. <laughs> yeah. But it's also the kind of thing of, like, oh, like, people see anime as a trend. It's not, you know, they're watching it because everyone uh, else is watching it and not because they okay actually it. like it. I'm okay with it. Y'all watch it, shit. I like it. I have more people to talk to about it. I mean, like this yeah. is my two cents. That's, I agree with you. Though. It's a. I feel like it's a curse, but also a blessing. It can be both. I'm okay with it because that means there's more funding for it, and that means more stuff is going to be made for me. Okay, we got to get onto the review because we're 45 minutes. Uh, what's and time? Time is irrelevant. I don't know her. She left the She's room a, a long time ago. Time's a bitch. Every second we spend reviewing, we're getting older. And every second we're getting older, we're getting closer to our death. So the more we review, the more it's killing us. Just kind of like that comment did to your brain right now. Mic drop. I can leave now. I'll let Mo do the rest of this review. Because <laughs> she can't handle this. She can't handle this. <laughs> I'm getting caught. I'm lose my shit. <laughs> I will literally lose my shit on you. Is my one thing. You're right. You set a boundary, and I'm not respecting it. And I apologize it. But I am your Tamlin to your Pharah. No. And I'm gonna come back. If I'm Pharah, then I can't spoil shit. Literally, I'm gonna come back in like a couple episodes, guys, and be like, guys, I retract my statement of being Tamlin. Uh, he's an <laughs> asshole. I now decide to be, what is it, Ruffiel? <laughs> Ruffiel. Whatever his name is. Resand. Yeah, I was saying, I was about to say Mark Ruffiel. <laughs> Mark Ruffiel. Mark Ruffiel. <laughs> the Hulk, baby. The Hulk. <laughs> I, hey, Mo, why yeah, the hell? Why the aren't Hulk. you? Re- why aren't you doing production information? You touched me with my feet. <laughs> but your feet? I touched you with your feet. I grabbed your foot. I <laughs> cut it off like I did to the the bandits yesterday at D and D, and touched you with the separate foot. I should have collected a severed foot. I'm going to retcon it. I'm going to be like, oh, 
Aaron, I 100%. I 100% grab this foot. Um, yeah, that's my trophy that I'm going to use in therapy with I'm someone. I'm going to start taking trophies. I would be like, to oh. build the perfect uh, Literally, man. I would be like, oh, you have a, you have a foot thing? <laughs> Exposure therapy. Rub this de- decomposing foot all over your leg. and <laughs> You put cookies on it. <laughs> it stays fresh forever. <laughs> it was a damn good batch, baby. It was a good batch. Mo, why aren't you doing production information? Come on, get to it. You're complaining about the time. And I'm tired. Come on. The vamanos. I don't know what it is in French. Oh, sorry. This is an audio medium. Would you like to communicate that audio at least? Yes. uh, Flip the bird. Anyway, Mel, can you do your goddamn job? (laughs) (laughs) Are you still sitting there just looking at your phone? Listen, sir. Chill the fuck out. Come up. Come up. Let's go. So Inuyasha. Inuyasha. <laughs> was directed by Masashi Ikede through episodes 1 through 44. And then Yusuno Aoki good, from good, 45 good. to 167. Okay. Okay. The music is by Kaoru Wada. The studio is Sunrise. Man, you really were prepared for this, weren't you? I know. Yeah. I thought you liked this show. I do. Wouldn't you know this information off the top of your head? No. Absolutely not. When was the last time you think I've seen this episode? I mean, seen this show. Like, I'm going to be honest. I can tell you everything that happens in this show. (laughs) Remember the last time I watched it was years ago. (laughs) Fair, 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 fair. Um, Mobile Suit Gundam. I have not heard of the studio before. Have they done anything recently? I, like, it goes back to the 80s. I think they went bankrupt, or they got bought out, I'm sure. So Inuyasha. Um, that's what I'm trying to... Sergeant Frog. Is that I've a seen new that one? one? No, it's an old one. It's like 2000s anime. I've heard about Sergeant Frog. Should I watch that? I've never seen it. Oh, I thought you said you watched it. The Girl Who Leapt Through Space... Man, we're really struggling here. Gintama! Oh, they did Gintama? Mm-hmm. That's probably the only thing they've been working on, because that shows... Excel really... World? <laughs> just gonna excuse myself real quick from that. Sorry, I almost barfed a little bit in my mouth from remembering that show. <laughs> That's super negative. Magic Coon com- Renaissance? Yeah, I don't know that one. I do. Isn't that a new one? It's a newer one. Okay, gotcha. Like 2010's anime. Okay, I thought that came Welcome out. Welcome to year. Demon School, Irumakun. And they also did Yasuhime, the Princess Half Demon. Bro, I don't know any of these shows. Let's just go back. They, that's the second. That's the spinoff to Inuyasha. Oh, pff, I don't want to. I don't give a shit about that show. I thought that show was really bad. Oh, that's I just. It. I know that everyone was that's very comfortable with Shishomaru yeah. and Rin's relationship. Yeah, that's basically all that they've done. Okay, cool. Anyway, Mo, is there any, any more production information? Yes. Um, the original run for the show was October sixteenth of two thousand to September thirteenth of two thousand four. It has 167 episodes. Yeah, and then they then they take a hiatus till 2010 to finish the final act. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, final act was from October 3rd of 2009 
through March 29th of 2010. And it's gotcha. got 26 episodes. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Good to know. Good to know. So we were two when Inuyasha came out. <laughs> Just to put that into perspective. Wow. And it really paved the road for a lot of anime to come. Like, I think it definitely set some trends and some stereotypes of anime. The oh, whole yeah. screaming people's names constantly stereotype. That was definitely from Inuyasha, oh, yeah. wasn't 100%. it? 100%. Anyway, I'll do some quick synopsis. I don't need to read theirs. I can do it myself. Okay. So, pretty much, we got Kagome, a normal 15-year-old high school girl who's just trying to find her place in the world with her friends, her home slices, and this boy that's shown some interest who seems far better than any Yasha, but we don't need to unpack that. And then, like, the He's chum- not a demon boy, though. Uh, you're right, but there was another demon boy option that was way better. Right? We Treated her like that. a queen. Yeah. Anyway, and then she's just chilling. And then one day she's like, oh, my God, I lost my cat. I'm going to go find it. So she's running around the the shrine she lives in because her dad is like the priest that takes care of it. Which, by the way, grandfather, yeah. Which, by the way, this priest, utterly useless. Modern day priests mean nothing in the world of Inuyasha. They're like garbage. Anyway, she's like running around like, oh, my God, cat who never shows up again is like, where did you go? And then... She gets magically sucked in through a time portal thing. Well. A well. I know it's a well. By a demon who apparently all of a sudden can just cross dimensions and snags her called, I think her name was Madame Centipede, and rips her back into 500 years in the past into feudal era Japan in the exact same location. But she's like, oh my gosh, it's so pretty. And I'm like... Girl, you should be freaking the fuck out. You don't have running water. You have diseases. You have, like... Right? No shampoo, which is the only thing out of all that that is brought to up. That she's like, I don't got my shampoo. My hair feels so gross. I'm like, girl, I'm like, girl you don't have you're going to get dysentery. <laughs> have you ever played Oregon Trail? You're going to end up like everyone on that. You don't have the immunity. It, you know what? Have you ever seen those... Just quick sidebar. Have you ever seen those videos on TikTok that were like... Showing a little Victorian boy. What would you show a little Victorian boy that would literally make them go into a coma? And people are like, oh, I would show them, you know, the uh, vaccines. <laughs> or like, you know, um, or I would show them Nicki Minaj. Oh, you know? <laughs> no. Nicki. You know? And... Literally, all I can think of is like that answers the question right there because she literally brought shit back to the feudal era and she was like, Here, <laughs> look at my shit. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, <laughs> she did though. She she would go to the modern world and be like, Here's food for everyone. They're like, Yay! And I'm like, Here's my bicycle. And, here's... Yeah. and then a break, she's like, I had to go back and fix my bike, I had to go do homework. <laughs> oh my god, I was so annoyed with the whole homework thing because it didn't even fucking matter in the end. No. <laughs> no. I was like, girl, you guys could have finished the entire plot of this show so much faster if you just dropped out of school. <laughs> right. But she had to keep going back to go to school. And I was like, girl, just the, give it up. Well, the fact that her grandfather had to keep making up excuses. Oh that was so funny. <laughs> he was like, I started running out of excuses. I freaking love that part. She, like, literally, I, I would not be serious. Like, oh, yes, she's suffering from herpes right now. Oh, she's got HIV. <laughs> And then probably all her girlfriends are like, oh, my God, it's that really terrible, scary boyfriend she has that runs around and cosplay and 
dog ears. Right? And I'm like, oh, I'm God. like, girl, are you not like embarrassed or something? Right. And she's just like, sit, boy. And they're like, wow, she's got her so him so well trained. And I'm like, <sighs> anyway, that's how you're like, main... this is definitely a 2000s anime. Yeah, I'm like, this is a side plot. Sorry. We need to get back to the main plot. Anyway. Kagome shows up in the modern world. She gets attacked by Madame Centipede, and everyone's like, oh my god, you're the reincarnation of my dead sister from 50 years ago. Crazy. She finds a cool tree that has a beautiful white-haired horse, not horse boy, of a dog boy <laughs> pinned to her, and they're like, it's a new Horse Yasha. boy? <laughs> yeah, right. Wonder what he's packing. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, okay. My theory is Inuyasha has an incredibly small penis that it's like he knots into someone because he's part dog. That's what I will say. Do dogs normally knot? I don't know if dogs do. <laughs> yeah, I've, sometimes. Because I saw on TikTok on, and stuff that... Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't really technically know what knotting is. You know, is. me neither. But what I think happens is a barb comes out and kind of hooks into someone and then keeps it in there so they can finish and the and i think it i thought it was just a fan fiction thing but i was on tiktok and like saw stories of a neighbor doing incest stuff with a dog not incest stuff that's not incest. <laughs> that is bestiality stuff with a dog and the, the dog are you watching on tiktok no i was like reddit stuff okay. never mind i was not like... watching it god that would be so gross you're pretty... watching stuff on tiktok you know y'all y'all reach you out gotta to clarify us. y'all reach out to us let us know if nodding is a thing that dogs and wolves do irl but regardless i'm pretty sure that inyasha would do that to kagome someone write a fan fiction about it please uh anyway um kagome <laughs> i'm sorry you thought about what you said, and you said, oh, never mind. How do I go back to synopsis after that side tangent? Can Maybe this... this is your colleague to write Inuyasha fanfiction. If, if I wrote Inuyasha fanfiction as my first fanfiction, please kill me. <laughs> because I would rather write anything else. <laughs> I'd rather write anything else. Anyway. It, um, Even Kagome uh, shows up and she's like oh my god you're the reincarnation of my dead sister and then they're like uh, oh my god she's not the reincarnation what of Kiki of Ka- Kaede's dead oh, sister oh I thought you were Kikyo. saying Kikyo was saying that I was like Kikyo is not saying you're the reincarnation of my dead sister no Kaede the priestess of the yes. village is saying that and then Inuyasha's like all pinned to the tree and then Kagome, of course, gets brutally attacked by Madame Centipede and then gets her guts gashed, gla- um, slashed open, which, by the way, apparently is not a big deal at all to her physical well-being, even though she literally just got cut open. And then right. this purple shining jewel thrice out, which, by the way, I know this show came out in 19... Like, it was made in 1996. There's x-ray machines. Like, they check shit on kids, right? Like, they do that. How did they miss a fucking... <laughs> Jewel in her stomach. Listen, bruh. Magic. <laughs> Literally, I was like... I mean, fuck. Kaede's still alive in the s- spinoff show, so... <laughs> Holy shit. How old is she in that show? Does she look the exact same? Yes. 
She is still laughing, kicking well, in the spin-off Okay, okay. Show. First off, she's only 56 in the main show. Why do the fuck do they make her look like she's 80-something? <laughs> I, I know, right? Because like, they're like, oh, 50 years ago, my sister died. And I'm like, well, you were like 6, maybe 12. Like somewhere between that age range and the like when she died because she was a little girl. And now she... I, I mean, I, that makes more sense if she was like... In, like, the teens range. I want to say she was, like, 12. So that means she's 62. Which still, she should not look that ancient. She looks like she's, like, kicking 80 or, like, 90. (laughs) She looks like she's (laughs) on Death Store, which she probably is for that time period. But anyway, they're in Feudal Era Japan. Which, by the way, who lives that long in Feudal Era Japan? Nobody. (laughs) Nobody. I mean... Fuck, all the priestesses die so fucking young in this show. They're like, oh, you have magical power? <laughs> Murdered. Murdered. Oh, oh, you feel in love? Murked. She's like, oh, you might have more power than Kikiyo. Murked. Because you got off your game. I'm like, where were you this whole fucking time? Anyway, we don't need to unpack that filler episode. Um, but anyway, Kagome... Hermione doing shit. You know, she's getting attacked by Madame Centipede. She gets, like, constricted by it around the sacred tree. And then Inyasha wakes up because she he senses. Kikyo. Kikyo. Of course. I mean, Kagome. Sorry, so sorry. Not Kikyo, because Kikyo's dead, right? No, he senses Kikyo because oh, she sh- smells like Kikyo. Yeah, that's true. But, um, and, then, and he's like, if you want to live, you should save me. If you want to die, keep it up. And she's like, I choose to live. And rips out the arrow. He shows up. I just, choose to. Yeah, I honestly hate her. Yeah. Which, honestly, I was really expecting her to be like, I'm not fucking Kiki out! And, like, rips it out. But that would have been better. But I actually have a, I have a theory of why that's the specific line we can talk about later. Okay. But pretty much then, you know, Inuyasha and Kagome are like, oh, God, there's a sacred jewel that's flying around. Which, by the way, the sacred jewel, I'm actually using it as my major inspiration for my D&D campaign. Ooh. Um... Pretty much it's just, like, this really magical item. The Shikon Jewel. The Shikon Jewel that is pretty, like, vague on what it actually is capable of. It just says, it's like, it can be purified or tainted, and it gives power to whoever it has. And that power is whatever the author decides in the moment to push the plot. Yeah, you are correct. Which is why I'm doing that for D&D. Because never once, now that you're saying this, never once in the entire show does it say explicitly what the Shikon Jewel actually does. Which, by the way, has been a total bitch for me trying to make it into a, an item for D&D. Because I'm like, and, and literally on Reddit post, they're like, it's like pretty lukewarm, so you can just like, do whatever the fuck you want with it. I'm like, that is not helpful for me. I need mm-hmm. it to be specific. But I'm like, what does it specifically do? Like, what does it interact with? Yeah. <laughs> but pretty much in the first couple episodes, Kagome, who's terrible at archery, all of a sudden starts trying to be good at archery and somehow is, by the end of the show, I guess, practice. Um, this acts, thing called practice. She tries shooting, like this bird that took the jewel, but accidentally, like broke the jewel and it shattered into multiple pieces that's crossed across, like went all across the like feudal Japan, and pretty much at that point, Inuyasha is and Kagome work together because Inuyasha wants the jewel to become a full demon, and Kagome is like. I guess obligated. I mean, she could have just dipped. I. Why did she stay to help find the jewel? Um, cause she's stupid. 
I think maybe she got guilt tripped by Kaede. I, yeah, I feel like she got guilt tripped because she's the one that broke it. Yeah, it probably was. And um, but in all honesty, too, honestly, Inuyasha could have gotten one shard of that thing and dipped. Yeah, well, I, okay, so this is where the plot doesn't make sense to me. At the beginning of the anime, they're like, oh, they just need, like, he needs the entire jewel to turn into a full-fledged demon. Which I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But then, like, throughout the entire anime, if you have a small sliver, you become incredibly powerful. I'm like, oh my god, if you get the whole jewel, what's going to happen? Which, right? by the way, when someone did get the full jewel, it was kind of lackluster. I was like, oh, this just seems like your normal bullshit, but whatever. We don't need to pack that. I mean, Madam Centipede got the full jewel. Yeah, and that was pretty lame. <laughs> that was like low tier. Like, I'm like, right. oh, wow, this is going to be so intense. And I'm like, okay. it was just like a, It's just like a whole thing where I was like, in all honesty, Inuyasha could have just like found a shard and then just like yeah. said bye. So we look past that. Um pretty much i feel like that's the general synopsis of the anime uh yeah. pretty much kagome and yasha are riding around on a bike trying to find jewel shards <laughs> they find it they they create an adventuring party they find a really fucking annoying stupid ass fox thing that follows them <laughs> Shippo. i hate Shippo so much i was like this man could die and i would be happy and then they find a really pervy monk that has a hole in his hand which wind tunnel, wind tunnel which <laughs> Is problematic. Which is hereditary, by the way. Which doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> which also, really shitty of them to keep having kids. Like well, he, he has to pass the wind tunnel down to his son, or the wind tunnel will suck him up. Oh my god, that sucks balls. What? Just die, so no one will get it. <laughs> Listen. Solution. <laughs> yeah. And he's just turning around making babies. Like, literally. Until he's just, he gets a son. Until he gets a son. He's trying to womanize. And then we have our badass demon hunter female character, which, by the way, for a nine like a a, ver- a very early two thousands anime, very impressive that they have that strong of a side female character. In my opinion, I love Songo. She's my favorite character of the mm-hmm. entire show, and the shit that happens to her because of her brother and stuff. I was like, girl got it bad. Uh huh. And then she got it bad for Roku for no gosh darn reason. I mean, yeah. They were always going to be a pairing, obviously, from the beginning. But that was know, the whole reason that they were the take, side man. character. Hot take. They can were I, the side couple. Can I share my hot take? Go ahead. Actually, I'll do it at the end. Well, I'll <laughs> do, I, I did not look up fan fiction for this. I have a different idea for fan fiction for section. But yeah. Oh gosh. So that's the general synopsis of Inuyasha. Is there anything in the story we should explain more or like? Uh. I mean, it's very, like, 2000s anime where they, like, they'll do a couple episodes of plot and then they'll have, like, a couple episodes of, like, filler oh, where they're going so to, like, fucking some filler. fucking hot spring or some shit. Well, and it's also very, like, Monsters of the Week where they're just, every episode they're fighting a new monster kind of thing. Like, Basically. oh, no, this has the Shokun jewel shard. We gotta go fight it. We gotta get it. Mm. And then there's some, like, really intense plot moments. I'm like, oh, honestly, guys, to be completely honest... There's a filler list, which you can skip the filler. I would even skip everything that has to do with them collecting jewel shards. So the whole show? No, I would skip the things where it's like one episode. So we're like, oh, we're going to go like, oh, no, we have to fight a tree. <laughs> we have to fight a tree. Which literally happens. <laughs> and they lose miserably <laughs> for a long time. Where like that didn't, that didn't push the plot at all. Yeah. They just collected another jewel shard. 
And I'm like, you could have skipped that. Anytime there isn't a second, like pretty much anytime there isn't a, like if there, there's no Koga, Shoshomaru, or Kikyo, you could have skipped the episode. Yeah, basically. That's just my hot take. That's all. Anyway, um, yeah, I think that kind of sums up the story. I will say it's kind of got like a similar like feel to like Naruto or like yeah, it's an adventuring show. It's like it's like uh, Dragon Ball, the original first season of Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. which was all like going on adventuring was you know not the martial arts shit after D and D basically. Yeah, they're going on adventure to collect items and beat the big bad evil guy who's so fucking annoying but will never fucking die. Duraku. For when we find out his fucking reason for doing all this, you're like, you're you're pick me. You're a literal pick me. Like, you're like, notice me, senpai, and that's, he decided that he's going to fuck up the world because he's the world's biggest douchebag. Right. Literally hate that man, but he's also so fucking incompetent. We don't, I will get into that man later. No, I will not get into that man later. Uh, 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 but. Moving on. I do think there's one interesting thing about the story that I would like to say. When I first watched this, I just thought this was a fucking boring ass, like, uh, they're just going to keep collecting stuff. But, like, like looking at it further, I really think it's more of a telling of love and grief and moving on and how to, like, move on from stuff. I mean, yeah, definitely, because I will say, though, fucking Inuyasha never learns to move on throughout the entire well, thing. that's not his fault, though. Like, I like Kikio better than Kagome, but Kikio will literally not fucking die. Yeah. And she literally, like... Well, and I think that's the whole thing of, like that people are getting so pissed off about and why people don't like Kikio because they were like, Inuyasha would move on if Kikio weren't around. Yeah, but at the end of the anime, Kikio really redeems herself and she's the reason why, like, Sango gets her happy ending and why a lot of people survive because Mm -hmm. of Kikio. But also, Kikio's a fucking bitch and, like, literally, is like she literally is like that cockroach that will not die. But, like, also, I think it was, like, the whole... Because, like, later on, there's, like, a whole misunderstanding of, like, why Inuyasha was pinned to a tree and how Kikio died. Yeah. It was a big and misunderstanding because they were manipulated by the world's biggest douchebag. Literally. And so I think once you find out that it was just all such a big misunderstanding, you're like, what the fuck? Like, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, I mean, like, I can't It's like if, if they would have stopped for two seconds to listen to each other and be like, hey... It wouldn't have been like, I want to take you to hell with me, Inuyasha, in front of Kagome, after kissing you in front of Kagome. And you're just like, and you always knew. You always knew whenever uh, Kagome would get pissy, because Kikio would show up, and everyone would be, like, literally all the other people in the party would be like, oh, she's going to be in a mood for the next week. You're right. And she always was. Mm-hmm. And that was funny. Except for, okay, double standards. I'm going to say it. Because whenever in, uh, Kagome went around flirting with uh um, Koga, and Yasha wasn't gonna be in a pissy mood for the next week. And if he was kind of in a bad mood, they'd be like, "Grow the fuck up!" And I'm like, you know, double standard. There's a little, there's a big difference between Koga and your ex dead lover that's not really dead, and you're kind of sort of with her reincarnation. That's a little bit more convoluted than, oh, I'm just gonna make him jealous by talking to this other guy. Yeah, but that's if you also really kind bitchy. of think of it in like this way, though, that like. Inuyasha and Kikio were in a relationship together and like let's say like something really bad happened and they broke up. Mm-hmm. 
Now, Inuyasha hasn't seen Kikyo in, like, years. 50 years? Hasn't talked to her, hasn't done anything. But he anything. also hasn't been alive in 50 years? Well, I'm saying, like, in, like, a modern text. Yeah, that's true. He hasn't talked to her, he hasn't seen her, he doesn't know what's up with her at all. In comes this new girl, Kagome, who hey, reminds him a lot of Kikyo, which is part of the appeal yeah. of Kagome. Mm-hmm. Um, they're starting to get to know each other, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, Kikyo comes back in. Of course, Kagome's gonna get fucking pissed because he's like, he was like, oh yeah, this bitch, you know, la la la, yeah, we broke up because she did this to me and all that kind of, you know. Kikyo comes back and is basically like, I hate you, but I'm gonna have you again. And you're gonna get to hell with me. Exactly. I see it more as this way in modern setting you have a lover. And you're in a tragic accident with each other. She dies. You're in a car wreck. You're in a coma for 50 years. You wake up 50 years later. At the bedside is um, an individual looks just like her. You end up together. Whatever. And then her literal ghost haunts you for the next couple years. Or her memory. Or her past. And the new girl you're with wants nothing but for you to forget about her. This old lover that, for you, just happened, that just died. And her ghost is, her literal ghost is there. It's not like, oh no, she's haunting me. It's like the literal Todd Hapricorn entity is floating around, <laughs> like, fucking shit up and yeah. trying to kill you. Like, that's how I see it. I'm like, and if anything, I see it as a, like a big symbolism to how hard grief is and moving on. Yeah. Especially when your past keeps coming back and biting you in the ass. And the people around you are not supporting you through that. Yeah. Because that's how I see it. I see that Inuyasha was struggling really hard with this. And everyone's like, get over yourself. You're going to make Kagome mad. I'm like, this is not about fucking Kagome. Kagome can sit on the sideline. This is about him grieving and moving on. If people actually had supported him through it, I think it would have been a lot easier for him to move on. Or if they would have just yeah. let Kikyo die. I do I do agree with that. But I feel it's like at 2000s. some point... And Yasha yeah. can't have emotions and can't deal with them. Well, and I feel like at some point, like, it should have been, like, at a point where they're like, dude, she's fucking dead. What else are you going to do with her? Yeah. But they you never know? did. They never sat her down and talked to her about it. They never helped him through that pain. They would just let him... They're like, oh, just go off on your own and figure it out. Yeah. Which almost always ended badly for the entire party. Yeah. Someone got attacked. And then they always would rely on him for the strength because no one else was strong enough to do anything. Yeah. It's like, I wish they would have like sat him down and been like, dude, she's fucking dead. What are you going to do with her? You kind of really have no choice but to move yeah. on or die. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like... I, I do like the story from that aspect. It's that grief and choosing to live and live mm-hmm. in the present and not in the past. Um, I just, you know, I'm fresh with the classic 2000 tropes of love triangle for the woman. The man has to get over himself and he can't have emotions and move on. And I'm like, that's not that's not healthy. But okay. I feel like Inuyasha kind of was more of like a love triangle in a sense of like Kiki and Kagome yeah. with Inuyasha than like Koga and Inuyasha with Kagome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Well, technically, it was like a love square between Inuyasha, Kikyo, Kagome, and then uh, Nuraku. He was sort yes. of the mix. It was like a love hexagon because then there's Koga too. Who? I can make a fan fiction about that. Do it. A love, what is it, a pentagram? <laughs> Pentagon. <laughs> Pentagon. 
Not a pentagram. <laughs> a pentagram. Whoa, not the same. Actually, I could make it a love pentagram where they're all just like going across the circle. I mean, it makes sense. Anyway, um, anything else about the story that you'd like to talk about? Any aspects no. that really like stick out to you about Inuyasha? No. Cool. Um, in that case, let's get into characters, which we've mostly talked about all of them, but yeah. maybe we should formally talk about each one. Would yeah. you like to talk about your favorite one I say one we first? just kind of like bullet point the characters. Go for it. All right, first up, Inuyasha. Fuck this guy. He's our dog boy. Sit, boy. Exactly. Sit. Sit. Okay, sorry. Quick side note. The dub, the first, like, 50 episodes is horrendous. (laughs) It's so fucking old that the audio quality is terrible. Like, I was watching, and I'm like, this is painful. It gets better (laughs) by the end, but the first 50 episodes- Wait till you watch for Main Melody. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, Inuyasha, continue. Yes, Inuyasha. He is our moody, grumpy boy who is a demon, and he wants to get the Shikon Jewel to become full demon because he's half demon. But yeah, he's just running around trying to become a half demon. He's our angsty boy who just wants to become a full-fledged demon, and he's just, you know, one-track mind. He's, his little mindset is like, I'm going to use my sword and hit the bad guy as hard as I can. No strategy needed. <laughs> he's I'm literally like, our muscle head. He literally, all he ever does is jump and he's like, win the scar. Win the scar. Tensaiga. Tensaiga. I'm like, bro, you could have like snuck around and then stabbed. You didn't have to go. Iron Reaper Souls. I forgot about that. He didn't use that for a hot minute at the end of the anime. He never used that at the end of the anime. Really? Iron Reaver Soul Stealer. Yeah, Inuyasha. Um, I don't think there is a a trait about him that's attractive at all. Yeah. Except for his dog ears, maybe. I'm going to be honest. When I was younger, I was like, Inuyasha. But now I'm like, I see the toxic little uh, things in this show. Yeah. And in you. Well, I don't think he's... I don't see him as toxic. I see him as boring as fuck. I mean, if I put him in a modern day setting, he's definitely toxic. He, oh yeah, he's definitely toxic. <laughs> he's obsessive as fuck. He's obsessive as fuck. I mean, he blows up at the slightest thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's awful. And he's just so stupid. It's also he's so bland. He has no personality. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like I was watching um, Rosalind on, um, have you seen it? Hulu? Yeah, on Hulu. Yes, the like. Romeo uh, and Juliet's Yes, story. but it's, yeah. yeah. I, which I thought was actually pretty funny. My mom I and I watched it. I watched it with Ethan and he was like, he he thought it was pretty funny. My favorite moment is when they help Romeo and Juliet get on the boat. And, the, and then they're on the boat floating away. And Romeo's like, so have you ever been to an island? And Juliet's like, I mean, to the Cypress. He's like, have you ever been to Cypress? And she's like, no, my dear. And he's like. It's an island, and she's like, "Yes, my dear." <laughs> and they're just sitting in awkward silence, voting away. I'm like, "That is what I feel like Inuyasha would be like." And right? Kagome, no personality. They'd just be like, "We just gave up our entire family for no gosh darn reason." What well, yep. we could have easily said, "Oh, we're alive." Oh, we we were pretending, but they decided to fake their deaths and leave, and they lost the bougie lifestyle. It didn't make any sense to me, but sorry. That was Rosalind and... Uh, not, 
Not fucking crazy. Not, not Inuyasha. Anyway, anything else about Inuyasha that should be mentioned? No, let's move on to Kagome. I hated Kagome. Anyway, Kagome is our high school girl that's 15 years old, which, by the way, a lot of shit to deal with at 15. Also, a lot of responsibility at 15. A lot of responsibility. Also, she's like, has priestess powers so she can purify stuff. She's like, has a collar thing on um, Inuyasha to control him, where she just yells sit and he just sits all the time. And she travels back and forth. Well, it's not sitting. It's literally slamming him into the ground. This is true. I'm like, we both know in the bedroom that Kagome is using that many times on Inuyasha to put him in his place of what she wants him to do. Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying all I'm going to say. But um, so she's traveling back and forth between, you know, modern day and feudal Japan because she got to take her exams and her family how has she not failed out of school I I have no idea also her family allowing her to just travel to feudal Japan and be like oh I wonder when she's going to come back to be honest my parents would be covering that well shit up and being like you are not going anywhere I thought you meant that they would cover it up after you went over (laughs) (laughs) that too no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a creepy well at the back of my house. You want to go to it later? Maybe it's the uh, what is it? The bone the eater bone, well. The bone well. The bone eater well. We'll go check it out after this, and we'll go. We'll look at it. <laughs> we'll go hop into it and see. We'll look. It's actually really creepy and overgrown. I don't oh, like please. it, but um, we'll we'll look at it. But yeah, so her family's just chill with it. By the way, worst parents ever. Worst family ever. They're like absent dad. You know, it's because he went and got milk and never. <laughs> she's probably like, well, maybe if I go to Fuel Japan, my dad will come back with milk. No, Kagome, you're not getting fucking milk. OK, anyway, she is. I think her entire personality can be summed up in one word. Inuyasha. All she ever does is scream his name and everything she does is for Inuyasha about Inuyasha. I don't think she gives a shit about Naraku. She just gives a shit about Inuyasha. She doesn't have a single bit of anger towards Naraku. She's just doing everything to be with Inuyasha. You're not wrong. Every other character in the show has a personal grievance with Naraku. And Kagome's like, I mean, I have priestess powers. Oh, Inuyasha's falling again. And that's literally her entire personality. I gotta save Inuyasha. Oh my god, I need to be safe now. Because I'm useless. That's that's her. She's like, but well, at least I'm bringing nice snacks for everybody and a bicycle. And a, and a bicycle. And shampoo. And shampoo. I'm going to teach you guys about shampoo. Yeah. At least they all have really nice hair. Man, they must have been so smelly <laughs> in feudal Japan. Also, there was no bathrooms. That was never mentioned. I know Kagome would be throwing a fit about not having a toilet. That's what I'm saying. Like she wanted to go live there, and yeah. it's like, girl, there's no bathrooms, there's no showers, also, there's no running water. They're like not gonna have consistent food sources ever. They're gonna have to be making it constantly. It's not gonna be good. They're probably getting dysentery. They're probably getting food poisoning. They're being starved. She's sleeping outside. Mosquitoes never mentioned. Bugs never, never. Mm-mm. Cicadas, never heard them once, and I know they're local to Japan. Like Night creatures? No, not a big deal. Just demons. Just demons. Just fucking demons. Nothing else is a problem in this world, apparently. I guess that actually does kind of make sense that the demons are killing everything, but... Yeah. But... 
Sorry. But it's crazy to think that she's gone back in time to this place, and she's like, we had demons in the past. Also, <laughs> the one, I, I don't know. I know I've studied Japanese a little bit, like the dialect as well as the history of it. The dialect is different 500 years ago than it would have been in modern era. Yeah, she wouldn't have known it how to been communicate. Complete, I, I don't think it's completely different, but... I don't think in feudal Japan era there was a written system. I don't think it was till the Edo period that the uniformed dialect was created, which is the dialect that was the period after. So I don't think she would have been able to communicate with him. But we know we always look past that in every single like reincarnation show. But. Well, if you think about it, I mean, like the English language was very different. Oh yeah, bro. If we went back five hundred years, years ago, we would not be able to understand anybody. I'd be. It'd be like I can tell you're speaking English, but I have absolutely no idea what you're saying. Yeah. But anyway, that's Kagome. Anything else we need to mention about her? No. Okay, cool. Um, next character? Mo? I'm, I'm trying to think of which one. You want to do the big bad next? Yeah. Naraku. Fuck this guy. Fuck Naraku. Oh my god. This guy was so fucking annoying. Right? Oh. Uh, Dude just pops up every once in a while. Just a little, little tease. How many fucking reincarnations and fake Narakus are there going to have to be? There's over ten, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Can you please describe Naraku for everybody real quick? Dude, Naraku is just like this douchey-ass guy that keeps literally pulling... This party's, like, I'm trying to think of the word. Dick? No. <laughs> Strings? No, like. Chain. Yes, thank you. Keep pulling their chain. You know? Like, here's. Okay. I have no idea what you're trying to say. Do you want me just to say it? He's a, He's basically, like, a demon. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> just, I was like, I don't know where Mo's he's going He's a here. demon, and I was basically just trying to say, like, because this is the part that pissed me off, is that he would come in every, like, few episodes and be like, haha, I'm the big bad guy that you're supposed to be catching. Yeah. And then he'd dip, and then leave well, one of his little minions. What to... pissed me off so much about the show is, like, the amount of times they defeated Naraku, but it was just not him. Yeah, it or was they would like destroy uh, his body, and he's like, "Oh, but this is not where my heart's at, so I'm not dead. I'm just gonna keep regenerating." I'm like, "Bullshit!" And then he's like, "Oh, you can't break through my shield." Also, he's just a dick for no gosh darn reason. He's just like an asshole to everyone, and I still don't know why. Like, can you imagine how pissed off D and Ders would be if they had to defeat ten versions of Naraku, and it was like, "Oh, you didn't hit me actually in my heart," or Dude, oh. I was so pissed watching this i was like this is terrible storytelling like i'll be honest naraku as the big bad is awful that is the worst part of the show it doesn't make sense and the whole reason he became a he's originally a human he became a demon because he wanted kikyo to notice him yeah basically he was thirsty for kikyo he literally forgot about that the entire time. He's doing all this malicious shit. He's killing... He killed so many people. He fucked over... He, like, cursed Moroku. He turned into he, a demon for a girl. And then... Which... Who thinks a woman is gonna fall... And then kill said girl? And then killed said girl? Because she was in love with another demon. 
which I was like, boy, you 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 you're missing something here. But like Naraku's motivations don't make any sense to me. Like ever. And I don't think they make sense to anybody. He's just an asshole. Kagura deserved better though. That was the saddest death of the entire show. The wind girl. Yes. And she just like died watching Shoshomaru. I'm like, that should have that should have happened. Those two, not what actually happened. Just like So does he ever actually say what he wants to do with the Shikon jewel? So no. And actually <laughs> like the last episode, Kagome was like, Why is he not merging with the jewel? And he was like, It's not granting you your true wish because you don't even know what your true wish is anymore. And he genuinely doesn't know what his wish is. That is how the show ends. With him being like, Oh wait, you're right, I did this all for Kikio. You're right, I did this all for nothing. <laughs> he did all this shit. For no gosh darn reason. Also, he could have finished. He could have killed them so early. He could have got. He was teasing them. Literally, he could have just done it himself from the very beginning and got done so much faster. But now he waited until they got stronger. And he decided, he's like, oh, I'm just going to tease her. I-, I want them to get stronger and get false hope. And then I'm going to crush them. It's a trap. Oh, I'm going to use someone else once again. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck is your deal? Like, grow <laughs> up. I'm like, why are you a small man child? Honestly, Kikio just needed to be like, grow up. Go away. Kikio should have just been like, if you give me the jewel, I'll love you forever. Takes the jewel, then fucking kills the bastard. Right? So, I'm just like, if someone just had a little bit of strategy, a little bit of brains in this entire gosh darn show, Everything would have resolved so much easier. And you know whose expense it was? Everyone else of Feudal Japan. They all got the short end of the stick. While these powerful ass people were like, we're going to find the sky. Oh my god, Naraku's asthma is killing everything. Oh no, what? Naraku's <laughs> asthma is killing everything. I'm like, Kikiyo, shoot the motherfucker. Wait, did you say asthma? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Naraku's asthma is killing everyone. No, uh, my, my asthma. asthma. <laughs> Yeah, Naraku's asthma. Naraku's Naraku, asthma is killing everyone. Because you said it at first, and I was like, that makes sense. Wait, that makes no sense what you just said. Sorry, but yeah, that's Naraku. I hated that guy. Yeah. Worst villain. I'm probably one of the worst villains I've ever watched in any anime. Yes. Like, infuriating. Now, my favorite character. Yes, go ahead. Kikio. I thought Songo was your favorite character. And she's okay, but Kikio is hotter, so we like eh. Kikio better. Kikio is the original love interest of Inuyasha slash now side triangle, uh, because she came back to life. Pretty much, she died trying to protect the jewel and killing, uh, pinning Inuyasha. She gets burned with the jewel. She comes back later because some random shaman chick shows up and's like. Clay and mud. Uh, uh. Kikiyo. Kikiyo. <laughs> and she's like, let me steal your soul, Kagome. And she takes half a Kagome soul, which, by the way, is never unpacked later as an issue. Like, right. literally half her soul is taken out and put into this shell because well, technically person. her soul is Kikiyo's soul. Yeah, but, like, I feel like if you only have half your soul, that's a problem. But apparently I don't not know how a... souls work. <laughs> uh, apparently not in Inuyasha. And then... Kikio is just filled with hatred, is tainted and bitter, trying to kill Inuyasha, then realizes, oh wait, I got fucked over. Now I don't know my purpose. Kind of works. Both got fucked over. Yeah, and then she's like, mm, I'm going to work for Naraku a little bit. Actually, JK, I'm done. Also, actually, I'm going to fight him now, but I'm never going to team up with 
the main squad because I'm going to go off and do my own thing. I'm just going to wander around and collect souls. Of dead maidens. Problematic. To keep myself alive. That's very problematic. But I'm like, what was so infuriating towards the end of the show is that Kikio and the little boy, the brother, would not team up with the main party. I'm like, how about we all join together? If you just have Kikio shooting her arrow, you will beat everything in one shot. And we can get to the ending much faster so I don't have to watch 167 episodes of this bullshit. Right. But I really like Kikio. I feel really bad for Kikio. She's a raging bitch. And the only moments I enjoyed the show was the spice that showed up whenever she showed up. I was like, ooh, it's entertaining. everyone's a raging bitch in the show. Oh, yeah. But whenever Kikio was there, it was drama. It was like a soap opera, and it was the most entertaining the show was. Got you some good D&D ideas. I already have a Kikio character. I knew you would. All right, let's We do... have Billsby. We got to do something with him. Songo. Yes, you go for it. Songo, she is from a clan of demon slayers. She is our badass, like... Tanjiro. What? She's badass Tanjiro. Female Tanjiro. Basically. And she has, like, a boomerang that <laughs> she, like, uses to fight. Which... I know Sokka would disagree with me, but this seems very inefficient in combat. Right. Like, you throw it, and now you have nothing protecting you. Yes. But is, like, her cat a demon? Yeah. Yes. Kilala, she's a cat that can transform into a really big cat that flies. Yeah. That's how they get around a lot of the time. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much Sokka in a nutshell. She just goes around trying to avenge her family. got massacred by Naraku, manipulating her younger brother to kill everyone, and then puts a jewel shard in Naraku, and then her younger brother's dead her younger brother's dead body puts a jewel shard in it to use it as a tool to manipulate Sango. Mm-hmm. And Sango is kind of dead inside. Dead inside. But then at the end of the show, gets her younger brother back because yes. Kikyo had a, an ounce of decency at the end of the show. That's it. And it wasn't for Inuyasha. She did her true priestess duties at the end. And I'm right. like, wait. She actually to... remembered where she came from. Yeah, she remembered who she was. It only took 100 gosh darn episodes to figure it out. All right. Moroku. Um, uh, think player, feudal Japan player monk who kind of flirts with everyone, gropes everyone, literally is just groping women constantly in their butt. <laughs> And then to ask everyone to bear her their child. He's probably the most intelligent of the group. And he's like, hmm, I've pieced it together. Even though I pieced it together, like, at least two episodes before he would piece it together. And I was infuriating to watch. He's like, Morocco, you're incompetent. Figure this out. Actually, there was a couple times in the show, though, he figured stuff out. I was like, honestly, did not see that coming. I'm very confused what's happening right now. <laughs> right. Because it was not explained well in and the plot. he has a curse. The wind tunnel. On his family that basically every male in his family gets cursed with a wind tunnel that basically it's self-explanatory it It sucks sucks like (laughs) it sucks in everything except for bees that poison him which naraku just so happens to constantly have around him so he can't just be sucked in right because fuck you morocco morocco that's a country roku right and so yeah Pervert monk who um sucks good. Yeah. Shippo. Uh, do we need to talk about him? He's basically a little fox demon that's kind of annoying. Yeah, he's the like Pikachu if Pikachu could talk and not cute. 
Hey contributes nothing to the plot. He saves Songo and Moroku at the end of the anime, though, by giving them some medicine from some random guy that we forgot about from the very beginning of the anime. Yeah. That's about it. Oh, and then there's your favorite character. Shishomaru. Yes. This man was, I think, fire. This man was hot. This man, he is the broody man that I love. Stoic. The stoic man. One of few words. Guys, if you know my love of anime men, Nanami Kendo, Aizawa, Crow, Shishomaru. Bon. Bon. Shishomaru. All my men. They have the same personality. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Shoshomaru is literally just Inuyasha's older brother who's a full demon who is bitter against Inuyasha because- Why his... get the half and you can get the full? Right. You can get the- uh, <laughs> Baby. Full experience. But, and he is super bitter towards Inuyasha because his father died protecting him and his mother, like um, Inuyasha's mother, mm-hmm. human mother. And so he's kind of always hates Inuyasha and is trying to kill him constantly and trying to take his sword. Yeah. And basically Shiro- the worst sibling rivalry ever. It's literally so stupid too. Right. He's like, I hate you and I will kill you. You're not my brother. Except for by the end of the anime, they're definitely working together, but they're not going to admit it. And also Shishomaru is like literally so much more powerful than right? Inuyasha at all. I'm like, it's crazy. I have to buy it like halfway through the show. I'm like, Actually, Shiromu, please take to Saiga so he could fucking beat Naraku so I can be done with this fucking show. That's how I felt. Yeah. I was like, go kill Naraku and get us a new villain. Right. But he's pretty badass. All right. And then there's this, like, human pet, Rin, that he falls in love with and has childs with, future, and he definitely We are not going to talk about that. If we want to talk about that, we will review the spinoff show. And then there's Jokin, (laughs) the super annoying little... Oh, Even worse flea. than Chippo. Oh, oh no. I love Mioga the flea. Mioga and then the little frog Jockin yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Which by the way, Mioga definitely did not show up Master at Shishomaru. all. Oh god, Jockin was <laughs> the worst. But Mioga, I don't think even showed up in the final act ever. Not that I can remember. I just I never liked Mioga. He was really so annoying. He was fucking annoying. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's all the characters, right? We don't need to talk about anyone nope. else. <laughs> we are moving on. Um so I did not do research on fan fiction because I have looked it up before and it's really fucking boring. And Maddie's going to create some of his own. So my pairings. If I were to create pairings, these are my shippings. I want to make a love pentagram. <laughs> the pentagram. Kagome. Kikio. Inuyasha. Moroku. And um, the, the wolf boy. Koga. Not Moroku. Naraku. No, Moroku. Oh, I guess Naraku. Okay, it's a hexagon now. And then there is also Naraku and Sango. Everyone is in the love situation ship with each it's other. It's a love circle. Yeah, it's a love circle. But if I had to choose pairings, what I would prefer to have Sango and Kagome. Uh-huh. Kikiyo, Naraku. And then Moroku and. Uh, in the Yasha together. Mm. Who am I forgetting? Oh, Shishomaru by himself. <laughs> actually, no. I would actually ship... Looking in a mirror. <laughs> but no. This is how I'd separate it. Okay. Shishomaru with Kikio. Ooh. Kagome, Sango, 
Morocco, 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 <laughs> and Inuyasha put the angsty boys together. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone else can die. Miroku is not an angsty boy. He's not, but he is sensitive. And the two of them, between his wind tunnel <laughs> and Inuyasha's <laughs> demon form, <laughs> we have a great time. You have to write this fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I know the wind tunnel sucks things in and they can't come out, but he can control it in this fanfiction where for <laughs> sexual can... purposes it can You put in the disclaimer Baroque can control his wind tunnel in this fanfiction. <laughs> only for sex purposes. That's funny. That would be my that would be my should my that would be my fanfiction I would write. And it would be a college university AU. College which, AU. Yeah, which the wind tunnel, don't know how that's going to work. I think it's just going to be an analogy for how good his hand is. I don't know yet, but like. Oh my god. <laughs> and Sango, yeah, like, yeah. 100%. The wind tunnel grabbed me. <laughs> and then Shishomaru would still be in the fan fiction and Kikyo, but they would be professors. Gotcha. And then um, the others, like, Song, it would be like Sango and is it like, no, Kikyo, not Kikyo, Kikomi would be in a sorority. Sango would be like, on the equestrian team. Ew. I see. I see it. I and feel then, like she'd be more in like the martial arts class. Right. Uh, she would be in both. She's badass. Moroku would be like the super religious devout Catholic that's going to like super involved in like all the university things. He's like student council. He said, but he isn't so pure. He's not so pure. He's a flaming homosexual. <laughs> and then Inuyasha is just like the new student. You know, he's the transfer Ooh. student who's like super athletic and he got he got like a D one scholarship and stuff to go to this new university and then like they all meet like in the library. They all Stop meet in the, the library. library. You know, like they happen to be there one day, like Moroku's tabling and then like and this is where they have an orgy. <laughs> I mean Maybe one of them works in the maps department in the basement. I don't know. Self-insert right there. I'll be, oh, you're a receptionist. Mike, we will show up there. We'll be like. Inuyasha College AU slash YN. YN. <laughs> <laughs> and like 100%, um, Koga will show up and like we'll fuck up one of the relationships. Like either Inuyasha will cheat on Moroku with K- Koga or Kikyo would cheat, uh, not Kikyo, but Kagomi will cheat on Sango with Koga. I and feel then like she... you're thinking this through pretty well. I have storyboarded. <laughs> I'm going to storyboard it, guys. Let me know if you want to read this, in, uh, if you want to read this fanfiction. Also, one of the characters will die. <laughs> you have gonna be, to. It's going to be out of left field. And it's going to be everyone's favorite character. He's going to write a few chapters. He's gonna write. I, I, I maybe I should. And then he's gonna write a few chapters and see what you guys like. And see then, which character you guys like, and then he's gonna kill that character off. Oh, one hundred percent. And it's all gonna be typed like I type and text people. Please. That's gonna be how it's gonna be written. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was having a mental breakdown. <laughs> this latest <laughs> chapter. Or um, or should the whole thing just be text messages between people? Oh, you know God. that those type of fan fictions yeah. with just text could be fun. I mean, they're in a college AU. 
No, I would write it like cool. And then I'm going to show a little bit of coffee AU spice for one chapter. And then I'm going to have like them break into a sperm bank and still sperm back <laughs> like I they did in my favorite fan fiction. Just do all of the fan fiction tropes in this one. It has yes. no context of what it actually so there's gonna is. There's going to be like a dream sequence where there's a makeoverse happening. Or maybe Inuyasha is secretly a werewolf. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yep. And then there's going to be a whole reveal. It's like, oh wait, Shoshomaru is my half-brother. Like, <gasps> it's going to be plot twist. It's like, this is nepotism. And then they're going to fail Inuyasha out of his class because, and then he can't go compete at the D1 big football homecoming game. And they lose because of it. And then Moroku will comfort him because he comes to, you know, church for healing. And then Moroku heals him. Sexual healing. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Sexual healing starts playing in the background. <laughs> I'll be like, guys, this is every every chapter is gonna have a song theme in the background. I'll be like, listen to this song while, while reading this chapter. Uh, thank you. That's all. That's my characters. Also, do you think there's any character growth for anybody in this show? No. Well, there's. I think they. Uh, yeah. I think that they stay pretty much the same as from the beginning. To the end. Yeah, Moroku, Songo, Inuyasha. No, in, yeah, Inuyasha and Kagome all do. Koda, Koga does. Kikyo and Shishomaru have the most development. I will say that, yeah. Noako de-develops, like undevelops. Yeah. It's, yeah. The Shokun Jewel Shard has more development than everyone else in the show. True to <laughs> I mean, at least it's broken apart and put back together. Like they, yeah, it goes. It goes through a lot of trauma. It goes yeah, but um, how did you feel about the animation? I mean, it is a two thousands anime. It's animation. It's consistent. Yes, I'll give it that. I like the throbbing it does, like the. I'm like, oh, what does it signify? What is he feeling? Because you can't communicate it and like the reverberating, like. Yeah scene <laughs> yeah, they're like oh you want to save money because you didn't want to like you know have the voice actors speak right now so yeah. you're just gonna go boom, boom. i'm like okay is tetsaiga speaking to it is naraku near is it looking for kagome which what spidey sense are you getting right now right but i do like it i like the way that they did it and i really liked it back when i was like in middle school i thought that was like top tier i thought oh my gosh they really pulled out all the stops for this one it was pretty good though like it 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 still holds up it's just old exactly like it's kind of the one of those ones that's like turning into a classic where like yeah it definitely doesn't have the animation that today's anime has but you still find a way to appreciate it yeah yeah it was it was solid and then um I will say, though, that in terms of music, that the theme song, not like the I opening. Want to change I hate world. that opening. <laughs> but I'm talking to like the that plays every time they do something. <laughs> the, I, I would say the music is actually good mm -hmm. and it's very recognizable. I like if oh, I yeah. ever hear the theme song, I will know it's Inuyasha. I'll be like, like that is the Inuyasha theme song, and like anybody who has seen Inuyasha, 
like knows knows when that pops up what that's from i will say the music is very good and it's a nice change of pace because i do feel like the most the most animes we've been recently reviewing are just the music's just meh yeah especially nowadays like most shows just have meh yeah. um, music well, well i, I like that they have like a twist of like the older kind of style of music on this anime you know it's not super like modern you know yeah i agree with you but yeah that's music animation final thoughts mo I will 100% always say to go watch this anime because I think that is one that everybody should have like under their belt. Just I think it's a classic that everybody should have should and, see. Uh, if I ever recommend this to you, I'll make a list to tell you the only episodes to watch, which will be the episodes that... This is why I wanted Maddie to watch this because I was like, this is a cultural one that you need to watch. And the fact that you thought I'd hate Kikyo. But I didn't. I was at, at really hoping you would hate At the beginning, you. I was like, this bitch will not die. Why is she still here? And then at the end of it, I was like, you know, Kikyo, take a Niyasha with you. Kagome, go back to your world. Because you should not 99% be a fool of, of the time, you will always find somebody that hates Kikyo. I'm that 1%, guys. And I'm going to make D&D characters that, like, are like that. I'm going to take the characters that everyone hates the most out of other shows and introduce them into the anime and into the campaign, but make Chaotic their personalities... Chaotic Dungeon Master. Yeah. But make their personalities tolerable. Mm-hmm. Just saying. But, yeah. Uh, the show, I gave it a solid six on okay. my anime list, which is my average for everything. Um, it was not bad. It was not good. I did finish all 167 episodes. I would say it was about 100 episodes too long. Like, I honestly wish... Uh, I Granted, I, I will agree with you. A lot of it is filler. Uh, it's basically Monster of the Week. Yeah, it is. I really do feel like this show could have been done in two seasons, 50 episodes. Yeah. It could. It might have been fast-paced, but they could have done it. But also keep in mind, this show ran for four years. Yeah, I know. And it was probably coming out with, like... Weekly episodes. Weekly episodes. Yeah. Ugh, too much, too much. Uh, but anyway, no, uh, I think that sums up everything, right? I think so. Do, would you like to shamelessly plug our podcast? Yes. Alrighty, guys, this is Pointed Podcast where I seriously plug all our social media so you don't have an excuse to not go look at it. Go check it out. Just we are on Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, TikTok, and YouTube, and we are on those Avengers Anime Edition, the name of this podcast that you know and love. And we are on Twitter at Anime Avengers. Yes, thank you guys for um, tuning into this episode. Uh, please reach out to us, tell us what you guys would like us to review next, which would probably not be Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. No. Um, but would you like to spin the wheel to tell us what we're going to review after we review Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Sure. Um, we're going to review guys, Mermaid Melody. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> in the meantime, guys, just please reach out to us. Let us know how you guys are doing. Chit chat with us. Let's be groovy like drive-in movies. You know. It will be groovy like driving movies. It will be a good time, baby. Woohoo! Yeah. All right, what are we reviewing next week, Mo? We are reviewing Durara. We'll be reviewing Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. I hate this show. <laughs> I could, re- I could spin again. You spin again. Oh, Tomodachi game. Okay, you're gonna have to watch it. I know. I had to finish it. Oh, did you start it? Yes. I finished it. I haven't finished it. It ends okay. I'm like halfway through it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's a pretty disappointing anime, but it ends better, kind of. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning this to this two-hour episode. Um, please tune in next week when we review 
something. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Wink, wink, not judge. Probably Tomachi Dame. Um, and we will see you later. All right, guys. All right. Good luck, Benjamin, out there. Bye. Bye.